Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Talk about the exhibit in a moment. I want to talk about that job. Uh, the historian for the Hall of Fame, the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. I, probably is a cooler job somewhere. I can't imagine what it would be. There there aren't many out there like it. Um, you know, I'm real fortunate for the opportunity to be down in Georgia and just uh, all the experiences that come with it. It really is something remarkable. Uh, what does the job look like when you're doing it? What does it entail? So it's a little different every day, but one of the things is always trying to get new artifacts. So when historic games happen or new records are set, it's one of those things that I then reach out to the schools or the players or the coaches and see what the Hall of Fame might be able to gather. And through those relationships, uh, you know, we never know what's going to come through the door next. I feel, you know, a little bit like Pawn Stars in that sense. Uh, <laughs> you just never know what's going to come through. Uh, how do you go about, and this is always intriguing to me, how do you go about authenticating the stuff you get there? How do I know that Babe Ruth really hit that ball? That, that is an excellent question. So at times we do know that sometimes things are manufactured for us, uh, you know, to represent maybe a historic moment. Uh, but a lot of times it's research, knowing, you know, they're giving the providence from the school. Um, and then a lot of times, especially nowadays, it's easy to look on, you know, AP photos or, you know, Getty images and kind of see to make sure, okay, those were his cleats or that was the game ball, that one of the game balls that was used. And those are the sort of things, Jeremy Swick, uh, Jeremy Swick College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. Those are the sorts of things that will be seen uh, in this exhibit. Tell us about it. What do you have? Yeah, so we, you know, we have a, we have a game-made jersey uh, celebrating, you know, the historic championship, uh, a wonderful visor. You know, just pennants, programs, a ton of newspapers, and just really whatever we can can get our hands on. And the best thing is things are still coming in every once in a while. Uh, Georgia has been great about uh, starting to send stuff over um, because, you know, it's one of those exciting things. We, we always want to celebrate the new national champion. And it's fun because that sits in the Hall of Fame for at least a year. Uh, yeah, okay. And the cool thing, too, about this, I, you know, again, uh, authenticating things and getting your hands on things, you have a couple of massive advantages here, uh, time and proximity. It's a game that was played a month ago, uh, a team that's 60 miles away. So you're, you're able to, to get your hands on some pretty recent stuff pretty, pretty quickly. Again, we're not talking about Red Grange scoring a touchdown in 1925. I mean, this is, this is stuff that you can readily access a lot of it. I like to call it real-time history. Uh, you know, it's happening in real time, but it's also history history in the making, if you will. Uh, you know, I'm excited because once things go off display, they stay in our collection. Uh, and it's just fun because generations to come will be able to experience, you know, depending on the next exhibits we roll out. And it's always, you know, we just never know what we might get next. Uh, Jeremy Swick with us, the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. Shame on me, by the way. I have yet to visit that facility. It's been around. I don't have an excuse. It's been around a minute now, and I should have made it over there by now. just haven't had the occasion to. Maybe this will serve as the impetus. Again, a jersey, some gloves, a game day ball, more artifacts, and as you say, more coming in. Where in the hall is this, and when can folks see it? So it's on the second floor right up uh, with the Heisman Trophy, uh, along with the National Championship Trophy. It's it's right up. You can't miss it when you come in. Um, it's just, you know, something exciting for everyone to see and enjoy. And uh, they, they can come, let me think, Thursday through Monday. Uh, we are open.
And so folks coming in there on Thursdays through Mondays, and there'll be signs guiding the rest of it. As you say, you can't miss it. Uh, put you in a tough spot here. Uh, compare and contrast as you can. Uh, I, my own observation, and of course, I've been in Athens now for 20-some-odd years. I, I didn't, I, I'm not from here. Didn't grow up a Georgia Bulldog fan. My, my loyalties and allegiances are elsewhere. Uh, and, and so I tend to or try to look at this as objectively as I can. I think you're from up north someplace, so I don't know that you have the DNA that the Georgia Bulldogs Bulldog fans have down here. Compare and contrast. Uh, is there something discernible, a difference between the Georgia Bulldog fans and the way they treat this than, I don't know, the way the fans from Clemson or Alabama treat their trophies? I think it's one of those things that, as we mentioned, the last winner was Herschel Walker and Vince Dooley. So it's one of those experiences that I think is long overdue. Uh, just like the Braves winning the World Series, uh, maybe not that long of a drone. But I, I think when it takes so long for our team to, you know, reach that mountaintop, I think the fans are that are definitely are long for the ride. Uh, maybe relish it, a, I wouldn't say more, but differently, if that makes sense. Uh, talk to about the Hall again, Jeremy Swick at the Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame there in Atlanta. My understanding is, and again, I've never visited. I need to. I'm a Florida State fan. I'm led to understand that if I walk in, I can let the folks know, uh, to either either let some person know or let some machine know, okay, I'm a Florida State fan. Maximize my experience. And okay, uh, you're going to show me all the Florida State stuff. I, you can do the same thing, I understand, if I'm a Furman fan or a Georgia Southern fan. It, it, it tries to, as I understand the College Football Hall of Fame, tries to really reach out to just about every fan base there could be. So we tailor that game day experience to your school. So when you walk into our 94,000-square-foot facility, you will be greeted by a, a helmet wall, about 820 helmets, and seven, 700, 775 or so active schools. And people are blown away when they're, they're smaller, maybe Division three or NAIA school that currently offers football, uh, is there. And so it's always just fun to see people picking those surprise their schools on there. But we always like to show a well-represented, uh, you know, fan base, uh, which makes it a lot of fun. Um, I went to a small Division three school, uh, Wisconsin-Eau Claire. Mm. And when my friends come through, they always love to pick Eau Claire, and they're blown away that it's actually there and there's actually content curated for that experience. And, and the just the overall history of college football, and, and, and you'll know this probably off the top of your head, uh, dates back to, what, the 1870s or 80s? Eight, 1869 was wow. the first game played. Wow. And, and I don't know if you got cleats from that game or not, but, I mean, you recognize the entire sweep of college football. Most of us, we know that, you know, our own lifetimes, obviously, and maybe we read some of the names from the past, but you guys go all the way back to the 1870s and 80s and on. Yes, our oldest program was the 1870 program, excuse me, 1873 program. And my favorite thing about, not everyone gets to see this, but when you open up the program, instead of, it is a roster, but instead of positions and numbers, it's what school they're in. So it's the school of law, the school of medicine, the school of education. <laughs> and that's just something, and of course it's a graduating class of, let's say, 73 or 74. And of course they're talking about 1873 or 1874. Mm. Wow. Yeah, but actual real student-athletes in, in the most conventional sense of the word back in those days. Again, Jeremy Swick with us, the College Football Hall of Fame, this special exhibit honoring the George Bulldog football team that a month ago won the second national championship since 1980. Should also mention, I guess, there there's a national championship from back in the 40s. Folks can probably find some stuff there, too. 
Definitely, definitely. Um, it's just fun to see how far back we go. And I always, uh, I always like to tell people that they're probably seeing, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20% of what we actually have back in the archive. Oh, wow. And so when you, when you come through, we'll definitely have to give you, uh, you know, that tour behind the scenes a little bit, which is always fun to walk through. Yeah, I will definitely take you up on that. I, that's, that's long overdue on my part, getting over. I'm not, it's like the, you know, the folks who, I don't know, live in New York and never go see the Statue of Liberty. I need to get over there and see that. Jeremy Swick, College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. Best of luck with this. Thanks for your time moving forward. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you again.